Hi, welcome back to Spider's Web. Um, this week, I'm sitting here with the amazingly talented and versatile pianist, the fabulous Jeremy Kahn, who I have worked with extensively. We've, we've been all over the world, and we've done so many concerts and shows together, and he's a brilliant, brilliant jazz pianist, as well as playing for some of the Broadway shows like Lion King and Wicked, and now he's sitting here with me. Say hello, Jeremy Kahn. Hey, thanks for reading that exactly how I wrote it out. Yeah, I was. You. I made sure. I thought you were going to kill me if I didn't get it right. Yeah, you nailed it. And, uh, <laughs> that's why you're the pro that you are. Oh, yes. Well, we should set the scene because we are here wrapped around a deli platter and <laughs> chips and, and potato salad waiting, uh, living the dream. A th- yeah, it's a theater here. We're doing two, two theater concerts, actually, and... Um, that are housed at a at a college, and we have two sold out shows. We just finished one. Go figure. We stuffed ourselves with sandwiches and all kinds of bad stuff. Now, now we're to see if we have any energy to talk. In the music business, when they bring the band sandwiches, we often combine those two words and refer to them as bandwiches. Oh yes, I remember when when I was at a gig and they called it. Did you get your bandwitch? And I'm like, what? First time I ever heard it. I thought it was so clever. It's a very descriptive term, <laughs> it yes. Is, it is. Because it's, you know, it's kind of dinner that you Well, get. yeah, when you're watching the guests served lobster thermidor and they say, well, you guys are going to get fed. And you go, oh, yeah. And then they go, okay, well, you're, here's your three-day-old turkey sandwich <laughs> and a Mrs. Fields cookie. Ooh, actually, the, the sandwiches were very... Today, very yes, good. yes, very they good. Were nice. Jules, they were nice. Jewel's finest. They were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, Jeremy Kahn, we've known each other for 400 years, and we both lived in New York at the same time. We played the same clubs, and I moved to Chicago, and six months later, you moved back to Chicago where you had grown up. Right. And then we finally met on the bandstand mm-hmm. at the Gold Star Sardine Bar, which has been mentioned on this show before. And what it was a, a crazy place legendary that room that was partly owned by Bobby Short and managed and for the most part run by a real wild man named mm. Bill Allen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he he certainly hired a lot of great musicians and we had a blast playing there. He loved the music. He was very uh, passionate in his support of of a very specific kind of music. If you went outside the boundaries, he expressed. He would get his, very angry. Yeah. <laughs> he would be very disturbed with you, and you may be asked to leave. Yeah, luckily, what the kind of music that I like to play overlapped with the kind that he liked to hear. So. Me too, meow. Mm-hmm. And and we were we were the favorite children. But uh, it was a blast, and the night that you came and sat in... You brought a new kind of love. You brought a new kind of love to me, yes. Why would you call that song? That's a pretty obscure tune. I think I had a brain cramp, and then you 
blew the roof off with it. And I'm like, man, ow, that was I, a really stupid choice, but the guy was great. I got lucky. It's like, wow, I, I know that one. But, uh, yeah, that one is not exactly a mainstream selection. I have no idea why on earth. But, well, the rest was magic, you mm. know, and then I ended up working with you for 400 years. But, but you it's became... It's only been 25 Yes, it was. It, it's, yes, it has. Only 20 To be accurate. Is it really that long? Sorry, yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Well, Wait. the whole reason that I was there that night was, if we back it up, I got a call, a phone call a few days before that. I was new to Chicago. Pick up the phone. Jeremy Kahn. Yeah. <laughs> this is Bill Allen from the Gold Star Sardine Bar, and Eden Atwood thinks you're hot. And I said... <laughs> I said, oh, that's, that's wonderful. And I was thinking the whole time, who's Bill Allen? What is an Eden Atwood? And, and a Gold Star and Sardine And what is bar. a Gold Star Sardine Bar? But I played dumb and was very complimented. And uh, so a couple days later, I thought I would drop by this boite, as they say. And, uh, and there you were. And... I identified myself to Bill, and he said, well, you should get up there and play. So uh, so I sat in. I think Dan DiLorenzo was playing bass. <gasps> wow, you have a really good memory. I remember him smiling at me. Oh, and, man. Uh, I don't remember who the drummist was. I, I don't remember either. No. Only there, parts of our brains are still functioning. Drummers, uh, they all, Add they their all look like <laughs> dime a dozen. But it was, it was a crazy time, and then Jeremy ended up becoming the regular pianist, there from then on until it folded for the last three years and uh Mm -hmm. you know there was a i played there five sometimes six nights a week and and bill uh kept getting in disputes with the landlord where he thought he was getting ripped off so he wouldn't pay his rent and he kept saying oh they're gonna close this place but it was like the boy (laughs) who cried wolf for, for years until finally one day he said um yeah if you got anything at the club, you better come and get it because the sheriff is coming and changing the locks on the door. And uh, it had a different tone. Jeremy Kahn you were listening to playing and he's still here with me and we're talking about the Gold Star closing its doors. But the lucky thing about it was that uh, they were liquidating all of their assets and they gave me an amazing deal on their wonderful piano. That uh, you have to this day. Which is in my living room and back then you could 
smoke in these places. And uh, you oh would, boy, could you smoke in that place? Yeah. That was crazy. And you, it almost didn't seem that smoky until you got home. You know, and my everything wife, smelled. You had to put it outside. Yeah, my <laughs> wife wouldn't let me hang my clothing in the closet. She said, "Hang that in the bathroom." You know, so we get the piano into the house, and it's like that smells like that smells like cigarettes and perfume and. Uh, <laughs> I never knew that story. Yeah. And it also, the, it had a weird buzz when I would play it. Something was, it was like, I thought maybe there was a bad hinge or something. And uh, so I got the technician in. Uh, oh, uh, I'm afraid to think what they A piano, piano tuner named Charlie. And we, of course, referred to him as Charlie the Tuner. Oh, and I, I never heard of him either. Charlie yeah. the Tuner. So he did lots of great work on the piano, and he cleaned it so it no longer smelled like Chanel number two and, um, <laughs> and and cigarettes. And then he, he, go, he says, hey, I figured out what that buzzing was. And it wasn't a hinge with a loose screw. He opens up his hand and there's a bunch of squished saxophone reeds, which in a fit of peak over the years, a uh, certain sax player, I'm not going to... Oh, I can I won't, imagine who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but his initials are Eric Schneider. <laughs> he would go, ah, this reader's terrible, and he would throw it into the piano, and it would work its way under the soundboard until there was a whole collection of them in That's there. That's hilarious. Did you ever tell him this? Oh, I tell him every couple well, of weeks. Well, we're going to... All right, so everybody tune in and make sure... Um, you're you're going to be listening in with Eric Schneider while he hears about his naughty naughty escapades on the stage of the Gold Star. Well, that's the least of it, but oh, uh, yes. I like I like giving Eric a hard time about that. So we cleaned up the piano and got Eric's reeds out of there. Did you give them back to him? I should have. <laughs> should put them in a gift bag. Uh, yeah, they're long gone. I, that would have been a, a great. That would have idea. been a beautiful gift idea. Because Eric and I hire each other on gigs and. As, as I do, too. The and, three of us try to work together. But, uh, but Eric and I, I don't know who started it. I think it was me. Um, sometimes <laughs> if a gig pays $150, I'll give him $148 in bills and do the rest in like pennies and nickels just to watch his face. <laughs> so it, Eric does not take that sort of thing lightly. So oh, from time funny. to time, he'll, he'll turn about his fair play. Just when I have forgotten this little ruse, he'll do it. Oh, that's hilarious. That is too funny. Yeah. But you had, we all had some crazy experiences with with, uh, people that would come in. I'll never forget the night that Liza Minnelli came in and climbed onto the stage and I didn't have to utter another breath all night. I bet not. She sang all night and it was so packed you couldn't, I couldn't get off the stage. I could not move. I had to sit on the edge of the stage like a pet dog mm. that was handed lots of champagne. So it was a happy time, and she killed. I remember Coach Mike Ditka getting carried out of there because he had had about 14 martinis or something. <laughs> yes. He came quite a few times. Mm-hmm. One night he fell over like a tree, and a couple <laughs> of the bears carried him out. Yeah, Richard Dent used to hang out there. Yeah. Well, you know the story about Piazzadora singing there. That was before my time. It was before but I my heard, time too. Heard the legendary story, yeah. Yeah, they they hired her in a full orchestra, and this is a place that only could hold like seventy five patrons. And uh, Bill proudly told me, yeah, "No customers, just press." 
those pesky customers. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That is too funny. Well, right now we're going to segue into some favorite music of Jeremy Kahn's. Yes, so what, whatever, whatever we listen to, it's his fault. Okay. It's his fault. Sorry. We're still talking to Jeremy Kahn. He's still here. Oh, but wait a minute. If he leaves, I'm in trouble because we have another show to do. I'm so, not going anywhere. No, please don't go anywhere. I'd be in such trouble. Mm-hmm. But but uh, we were talking about the Gold Star, and, and then um, we were talking about you know how the the nature of our business has changed so much as far as how how difficult it is to be a jazz musician and work all the time and that the gold star was one of the last golden steady gigs that still existed it's true um like i said in the last segment uh, <laughs> sometimes i was there six nights a week um wow and there back in the day i feel like such a curmudgeon saying that but there were lots of steady gigs for for musicians even in um, I was just having a conversation last night. Um, even in the generations uh, older than us, if people are willing to believe that there actually was an, a generation <laughs> older, older than us, um, you know, every hotel had its own house dance band, a full-size big band. You know, every lounge had at least a trio and a singer. And um, the guy I was talking to last night said he knew a, a guy who had... Made a good living in Las Vegas, being nothing but a third trumpet player in a variety of big bands, and made a very good living and sent his kids to college. Wow! You ever wow. Uh, ever see that Hitchcock movie, uh, The Wrong Man? Oh, with, yeah, with Henry Fonda. True story. Yeah, Henry True Fonda story. is a bass player in, at the Stork Club. Yeah, he's in one yep. of those one of those bands, and uh, he's just sort of a, a working. Working guy, musician. He's got a wife and and a kid, and that's that's how it was. And now we really have to scramble to to put it together. You know, um, I've you've okay. done very well. Your best scrambler I've ever seen. No, but really, I mean, you've worked in so many different genres of music as well, though, too. Are you saying that I've whored myself out? You know, Jeremy Kyle, he's just a big hoe. Uh-huh. He's such a hoe, but. Uh, you've done... Uh, escort, I prefer. Yeah. <laughs> many, many of us call you an escort. <laughs> musical uh, escort. And, musical, and this is my musical escort, Mr. Carl. Well, seriously, sometimes I think of myself that way because when I work with different singers, I'll, I'll be on a gig and I'll go, ooh, she likes it when I do that. Oh, but then I play with a different singer and I go, 
Oh, no, but she doesn't like that. Well, you say that to all the girls. She likes it when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> he is a musical escort. Yeah. But, but the fact that you play for, uh, for Broadway shows, and, and uh, when we were in New York a couple of weeks ago, we played with Dick Sarpala, who's mm-hmm. a, a very well-known New York bassist, but uh, he's currently playing for Aladdin on Broadway and had played for Peggy Lee, and we did the Peggy Lee show with him, which was really cool. our conversation with Jeremy no. Cohen. Yeah, because you know what? It's almost showtime. No. We may have to get on stage in a couple minutes. And uh, get, I get I got to get, get my lips back on. But um, but we'll just conclude with your thoughts on where you are now in the, in the business. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, well, I was talking before about how many different kinds of things... I did. Um, I find myself in the last few years, um, not through my own choosing, um, self-selection by by the universe, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> I used to do a lot of weddings. Jobbing is what it's called in uh, in Chicago, where you are playing all things for all people, and that that means keeping your equipment current and knowing all the latest songs and uh, it's hard I never knew those songs and it's really (laughs) hard if you are not interested in Mm -hmm. that stuff it makes it doubly hard so I find myself doing less and less of that stuff and I do more um, little jazz gigs and plus I I do more teaching than I used to do Mm -hmm. and I'm finding that that's what's that's kind of my typical week is that I teach a fair amount and then I'll do four or five jazz gigs and uh, that's making feeding my my soul better than uh, better better than the the jobbing did so um, that's good yeah so I'm, I'm I'm pleased where things are these days well I'm pleased that you're working with me and that you're out there playing. And once again, we're, we're talking to Jeremy Kahn, and we say uh, farewell for, for now, and come back and see me sometime. Uh, good day and good night from Spider's Web. All the music you heard in today's episode was the music of Jeremy Kahn. 
If you want to stay in touch with me, check out spiderjazz.com. You can find accompanying recipes with today's episode. Also, you can check out taking voice lessons with me or check out future performances. But definitely come back and listen to us again soon here at Spider's Web.